Let's get it. Welcome back to the Lion's Den Social Club. Lion's Den Podcast, episode eight. Episode eight. I hope everyone is doing well. I hope you guys uh, have enjoyed our previous episodes prior to this and that you've uh, appreciated our content and, uh, you know, who we are as people throughout all of this. Um, I hope quarantine is, is has gone well or going well, depending on where we're at as a society when uh, when this comes out. How you doing, JR? I'm doing awesome. I'm so full. We just had lunch. Yeah. Including dessert and everything. It was like a three, four course, course meal. Me, yeah. <laughs> I'm so full. Yeah, it was uh it was intense. I'm pretty stuffed as well. I wanna just wanna take a big nap. Though I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Um, yeah, so we kinda just wanted to chat about more obviously about who we are, um, our passions and things like that. Um shoes. Uh, shoes, everyday carry. Um, we've touched on minimalism. We've touched on uh, kind of what drives us and and what what pushes us to to seek new things or new hobbies when we get bored of different things. Um, for me, shoes has always been kind of this subconscious uh, passion of mine that, for some reason, I've enjoyed always. Um, I never understood the culture itself growing up, but I just knew I liked shoes in general. Didn't matter what they looked like or, or anything. I just knew that I had an interest in shoes, of course, catered to my style per se. But shoes always caught my attention. I was never into shorts and shirts and actual fashion clothing pieces. Um, but shoes have always has, have always garnered my attention. And growing up, kind of developing taste and developing style I, I i kind of realized what the culture of sneakers was actually about what it entailed right resale values and 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 people and bots and and all of that stuff and hype beasts and vintage hype beasts and th- there's just so much more into it that people i think don't realize in the sneaker culture and uh i think kind of taking a deep dive into that getting older was was a pretty fun experience for me and it's got it's it's done nothing but grow my love for shoes uh, uh to this day so same here i think um uh, at least recently i've just I, I have just found so many good deals and one le- one thing leads to another and then you find this good sale and then this good sale we follow a couple of pages on our profile and one of them does nothing but post sales and use this coupon to get an extra 25 mm. on an uh, already discounted price so it's like man i can't pass that um and to me, like shoes, that's 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 really all I really. I don't want to say collect, but I, I mean it feels like it at this point. It does, yeah. Um, but I am having some some luck putting them up on Poshmark and and uh, then just you know selling them and getting some money back uh, of shoes I don't wear anymore or a style that you know no, no longer fits what I wear. Mm-hmm. Um, so so that has been handy. But yeah, I, I I just love the way they look. I mean, I don't know, like before. I remember I used to collect hats and I had like 50 something hats, all new era hats. Oh, wow. Uh, and some of them like still inside their bag with their tags. Like you don't even want to wear it. And then I realized like, what's the point of buying an expensive hat and I'm not wearing it. I'm not using it. So right. I started wearing them. I started giving some away and then I just kept my favorite. But then even my style of, of hats that I would wear changed. Um, and so did uh, shoes because mm. I would buy shoes wherever, you know, I will go to either an outlet place um store or champs or whatever 
but I am finding online designs, colors, you know, combinations that I have never seen before that I know for a fact I will not find at the mall. Right. Um, so I'm enjoying that. Like, oh my God, look at this. It's so rare and it's so unique. You yeah. know what I mean? And it fits my style right now. Like, yep, let's order it. It's happening. Yeah, that's always that's always been my thing too is I've never been about kind of going after the most hyped shoe. I've never been, I've been, I've never been about going after kind of what everyone else is going after or the biggest resale value or the hardest to get. Uh, I had kind of have that same mentality when it comes to it is I haven't seen the shoe before. It doesn't matter if it's a common or a hard to get shoe, but I've never seen it in the mall. I've never seen it in stores. I've only seen this online. It catches my attention and it fits my style. And that kind of what, what fits it for me, you know, that's what allows me to really pull the trigger and, and, and makes me want to spend the money on it. Um, but it's been, it's been weird because growing up, I, I knew I had a love and a fascination for shoes, but it was like, I, they were the most simplest shoes. All I know is that I wanted shoes, period. Yeah. Like when growing up, I used to be super into Adidas and I probably had eight to 10 pairs of Adidas as like a 10 year old or That's nine, me right now. Yeah. Or an 11 year old. Um, and as I got older, um, and I grew a bigger fascination of Drake and Drake being a big Nike head, then I was like, yeah, you know, I'm a big Nike head too. So, uh, I, I got deeper into Nike and things and it got to a point where I was actually just buying shoes just to buy them. And I kind of had to put pause on it a little bit because I wasn't buying shoes for a purpose. I wasn't buying shoes with a plan to wear them. Um, I was just buying them because I liked them and I bought them because they were cheap. Um, and it's funny because as I slowly got into minimalism and I slowly got into kind of keeping the things in my life that were of value, right, and 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 holding on to possessions that, that mattered to me a lot, um, it, I had to kind of transcend that same emotion, that same feeling into shoes, which was tough because shoes was the only thing that I really, really did truly like just buy just to buy and i'm not someone that just buys things just to buy them um at least at this point i now buy things with a purpose and a couple years ago um maybe two to three years ago i was just buying shoes just to buy them then i realized i haven't worn them i didn't like the way they fit my feet or i didn't like them at all and i and i kept buying shoes like that um i wouldn't try them on or anything like that so it got to a point i was just spending spending it recklessly on shoes and i think the domino effect from being into you know everyday carry and having things with me that matter that that kind of uh, uh actually impact my day-to-day life or have a purpose or have a purpose right i i was able to transcend that into into my love for shoes so now the shoes that i have um i'm all i'm fascinated by all of them the different colors the different silhouettes although there's like nine pairs of new balances in there just because of how versatile they are they look great with shorts they look great with pants and they have a color combo that kind of just matches everything i'm very simple when it comes to clothing Mm -hmm. i wear a solid colored t-shirt and i wear jeans or a solid colored uh pair of shorts nothing more i'm not big into grass graphic t-shirts i'm not big into colored t-shirts i'm very neutral with my uh color choice when it comes to shirts browns grays um tans and things like that i don't buy blue green orange and those kinds of colored shirts so my shoes are the are kind of the pop to the outfit so for sure i think i mean my style too has has changed has also kind of evolved um and is almost like the outfit that i will choose to wear may be simple like it's a flesh shirt also with no logos i'm really not into like graphic you know shirts and things like that but like the shoes to me is what puts the whole fit together Mm -hmm. you know what i mean that matching hat you're good to go you know what i mean um the perfect sunglasses and then you're good to rock you know what i mean uh but also like it's 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 about utility across everything that you carry from your you know maybe your pocket knife uh or you know whatever's in your everyday carry Mm -hmm. type of set 
Um, but it has to serve a purpose, right? So, and you also have to be comfortable with it because maybe it looks awesome. Let's say I have this pocket knife that is super versatile and it has all kinds of tools, mm -hmm. but if it pokes me on the side when I'm sitting or it just looks bulky in my pocket, like right. I don't want to have to deal with those kind of things. So then at that point, it becomes something else you have to carry or it no longer serves its purpose, right? So I just leave it in the car or I just leave it at home and then I won't really use it. Um, so you start streamlining what you have and simplifying all of that. Um, and then you only keep what you you know what you truly use what you truly need and then you get rid of the rest yeah yeah and with shoes that the shoes that was the tough part because of how cheap they can get you know um it's insane it, it is it really is i mean you would find 80 dollars shoes for 20 bucks you'd find 100 dollars shoes for 40 bucks and it's like why would you not buy that you know like yeah. i'm not gonna pay 100 dollars for these shoes why not pay 40 for them whatever the case may be so i think holding that that principle of are these going to serve a purpose? Are these going to value me, right? And honestly, I mean, on the bright side, at least in my case, with all these shoes, they're going to last me a much longer time because I'm going to be able to rotate and cycle through them. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, I cycle through them all the time. I don't wear the same pair of shoes uh, more than one right. day. Yep. And and sometimes it's like, okay, I go to work, I wear a pair, but then I, I take them off when I get home. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Keep them clean and things like that. If you take care of it, I mean, it's, it's like with everything. Mm. The same with like your technology, your car your bills, your relationships. If you invest time in taking care of it, it will take care of you back. Right. You know what I mean? So it's sort of like, you know, it's like an unspoken thing. If you take care of it when it's time to use it and it's time for you to let, go ahead and throw it on because you got to go, yeah. you don't have to worry about, oh, I never cleaned these. Now, oh, man, I really wanted to wear this outfit and I really want to wear these shoes. Yeah. Um, also, where I'm having a lot of fun too is that I am finding shoes ridiculously cheap that to me look awesome, that mm -hmm. I love the way they look. I yep. know they're going to fit well and they're comfortable too, right? They have to be comfortable. Uh, but also because they're maybe previous collection or past season or whatever, um, they may not be as popular anymore, but I'm getting them for like 20 bucks. Right. I don't care, you know, if if, they're, if I'm not in season or if I'm not exactly. matching. Exactly, that's what, yeah. It, it fits my season right now. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's right. all I care about. Um, so that's how I've been getting, you know what I mean, deals. Yeah. Like the like the other day, you know, it was 160, but it was like seven pairs of shoes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Which is still a lot, a lot. But but you know, I, I freed up a lot of uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I have to convince myself somehow, of course. <laughs> um, but I I you know I just gotta free up space from all the other shoes that I'm not wearing. Uh, like if I'm outside and I'm helping my dad or we're doing some yard work, whatever it is, I have a pair for that. But that's it. That's the one pair for whenever I'm outside. And if I'm, I'm washing my car or whatever, they get dirty. It is what it is. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But I have one pair for that. And then the other ones are for going out and things like that. Of course. But, um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the deals that I've been finding, it's like. What's your opinion? We've actually never spoken about this, but what's your opinion on the whole Supreme and Yeezys and Fear of God and all those like hyped up shoes that are getting bought and, and, and sold for value and the Jordans that come out and. You know, not every Jordan, but specific Jordans. You know what I mean? Like the hyped up yeah, shoes that come models. out that people are, you know, going after with, uh, yeah. going after. Like, do you ever like pay attention to those or do you ever see them I, or care about them? I personally don't follow it. Like I understand it as a, as a trend mm -hmm. or as a, like as a fashion trend or something that, uh, let's say social media can either make your brand or it can break your brand. Right. And if you have influencers, you know, using it and stuff like that, your brand will take off. Even if, you know, you came up with the brand uh, in your room, in your iPad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, as far as like the hype behind all of it, I don't really follow it. Mm -hmm. um, 
like I like to mold it or kind of like craft my image to whatever I feel comfortable with mm-hmm. rather than following what everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have to have the white shirt that says Supreme in red, you know, with the yeah. red label on the, on the very front of it. Like it looks cool just from like a, like a aesthetic point, but it's like how much are their shirts anyway? Like for something simple like that, they're like 80 bucks or something like that. Well, they sell for only like 40 bucks and they resell for about two to 300. Maybe that's more. insane. Like, yeah. see, the, to me, I don't, I don't need that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can get a t- $7 shirt <laughs> right. from Target. That's plain. It's right. comfortable. It's it, cotton. And that's all I need. Exactly. You know what I mean? I don't I, I, I personally would not put my money towards something like that, like I or, or like staying in line or online. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, pre-ordering certain shoes. I mean, it's just like video games and everything else. Right. There are people that will do those things. Yeah. And and that's what they find, you know, fun or as a hobby or whatever. But I, I personally don't don't really follow or care too much for that. I guess for me, like when I was first getting into it, um, I have a buddy who actually went to school with an eighth grade and he was like way ahead of its time when it come to fashion. Mm-hmm. Like he was into the sneaker culture and he was into it through his brother, but I never met his brother, but he was into it through like, this was, a, I don't know what, like 2011 or 12. Uh-huh. And we're talking like, I didn't, all the stuff he was talking about and he was into, I didn't get into till like 2016. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? So he was like way ahead of his time when it comes to the hype beast and the culture and what was hyped and things like that. Like there was a whole culture behind it that I didn't or couldn't comprehend at least in eighth grade. Yeah. And he was like already deep in it, you know? And today he works at a, uh, he works at round two, which is a vintage shop, which I, you've seen the shoes. If I show you them, yeah. but Sean Watherspoon, it was like the corduroy shoes, those corduroy air maxes that are blue, yellow, and you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. So, uh, Sean Watherspoon, he's the guy that created round two and my buddy works there now and he sells, you know, hype beast clothing and vintage clothes and kind of things that are in fashion. Right. Any off white collaborations, uh, fear of gods, like all the shoes that are like hyped up in the industry. Yeah, now he's yeah. selling them, which is cool to see that he was already thinking about that stuff right. in eighth grade. Right. So that's cool. And I appreciate the culture behind it the same way when we speak about cigars and things like that, I can, I understand the principle and the symbolism behind it and, and kind of the impact that that community can have. My only gripe with it all is that people were doing it just because others were doing it because they wanted to feel like they belonged to that movement because of whatever insecure reason I'm sure that they have of themselves. I'm wearing the brand so I must be part of it. Right, exactly. So, and that's, I'm included. That's what pushed me away from chasing Yeezys and wanting Yeezys. When they first came out, I was like, yo, these are dope. I'm going to get them. I got the Ultra Boost when they first came out, the first version of them. And I was like, I'm going to get a pair of Yeezys. And then I realized, well, right now, other people that, were never into Supreme, that were never into Yeezys, that were never into Fear of God or any of this, are now wearing Yeezys. Mm-hmm. And it's obvious that they're only wearing Yeezys because everyone else, else is wearing is, wearing Yeezys. Yeah. So I'm like, I do not want to be affiliated with with kind of what... The, it's it's just become so oversaturated now yeah. that it has removed my interest to pursue um, Yeezys or, or clothing made yeah. by Kanye or anything like that. Um, but it's still ridiculously dope to me it's still super cool i'm still i'm sure it's a it's a very comfortable shoe but i'm just it's just not it it was cool because not a lot of people had them it was cool because it was rare to see them now you see everybody wearing them people who probably may not even know what like more you know murakami right yeah so people who don't even know who murakami is right Mm -hmm. that's in that same spectrum Correct. And they're wearing Yeezys and then ask them something about Murakami and they have no idea. That mm-hmm. That's kind of my point that I'm getting. Like, are you in it or are you not in it? Yeah. And I was running into people who like weren't in it or weren't about it. Oh, I have four, pair, four pairs of Yeezys mm-hmm. so they can sound like a hype beast. 
Right. Uh, I mean, shout out to Kanye for making it so readily available because he did say when they were so rare, he's like, one day everyone's going to be wearing Yeezys. He wasn't wrong. Everyone is literally wearing them now. But that kind of pushed me away from the whole hype. And, and I mean, I, then again, I would never pay resale value for Supreme shirts or, or Yeezys and things like that. But, I mean, I wish I could own a lot of those things. Um, and it'd be cool to get them at retail, but it is what it is. I think right now the the in the conversation the the topic is is the Yeezys right, right. but we could replace that with technology yeah it's the number one social media yeah. movements or looks aesthetics mm-hmm. color you know profiles for your pictures and the whole travel I guess, and look yeah, at me I see what you, you know mean. What I, you see what i'm saying that's true yeah so once it becomes popular everyone's going to follow it even the people that have zero understanding of the man of the uh, subject <laughs> yeah it's, it's like, like it's, gaming it's fomo it's fear fear of missing out Cor- correct <laughs> correct hey the new call of duty came out you know what i mean everyone is playing i better buy it oh mm-hmm. i love call of duty mm-hmm. look at me playing right. you know posting and stuff like that right and there's nothing wrong with wanting to to feel in a, in a world that, that we live in where we're so connected yet disconnected yeah you know what i mean where you have access to the entire world and the device that's in your pocket but at the same time, you're alone in that world. Yeah. Right. Unless you actually physically go visit someone, um, you have access to everything and nothing at the same time. Right. Um, so, you know, I don't blame people. Like if you're if you're home alone, you're single, you literally have nothing else mm-hmm. going on. Like I don't blame people for wanting to feel like they're part of something or, you know, maybe it aligns with their interests, like whatever. Like we're just speaking our mind from just from our perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I would say like. If you are going to decide to be a part of something, whatever the case may be, like just do your research, you know, like that's that. Yeah, at least that's always been my mantra. Like like when I was going to get into cigars, I didn't just go to the store, pick a random cigar and then post pics and look cool. You know, I actually understood that there was a culture behind it. There was a community behind it. Right. And I did my research. I learned about it. Right. Like our friend who's into uh, bourbon, he did his whole entire research from the ground up. Right. To figure out exactly like the whole culture behind it. Not just, yeah. I'm going to buy it just to buy it so I can look cool, you know? Because the bottles look good on the shelf. Right, exactly. So yeah. it's a completely different principle, and I think it's more fulfilling if you do it that way to begin yeah. with, because it's not an empty message. You're doing it with a purpose, right? So let's say you are into the resale, you are into the culture, it attracts you, you want to be a part of it. Like, do your research, look into it, look where it started, look at how far it's come, right? Look at its roots. How did it start? How did it become to where it is today, right? There's key players today, like Jeff Staple. I don't know if you know Jeff Staple, but no. he he did like... um to this day, I think it's one of the most hyped up releases ever. It was a, uh, you might have seen it, it was the Pigeon Nike SB Dunk, and it was a gray low Nike SB Dunk with a coral colored bottom. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. And it had the Pigeon yes. logo on the back. Uh-huh. Those resell for probably around like 30 grand mm-hmm. because of, yeah, it's, but it's like people don't know how it got to that point. You know, and it's like, do your research, like look at sneaker documentaries. How, how, how are sneakers such a big impact in today's society? You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of information that you can get out there um, around the culture and around the brotherhood, per se, however you want to say, around the community, right? I was going to say um, community. And I mean, that's just kind of my thing. Like just, just look into it if it interests you. You know what I mean? Don't be, I, I guess, a poser. I hate the word poser, but don't be a poser. For sure. I think, I think you hit it in the head, right? So if it's something that you're interested in, look into it because you are, you're like, genuinely interested yeah. in it because you know it's it's something that as you get older you get into new things you explore new music new food you start trying new things it's like oh wait like how come i never consider this right in this case it's shoes but do it because of that not because you're trying to fit in and just 
you know, middle school peer pressure. Yeah. Like, that's dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I see middle schoolers wearing Yeezys now, and I'm like, mm. Yeah, I see adults doing that. Yeah. By true. next month when things change, yeah. oh, I got to change my whole wardrobe because yep. I got to make sure that I fit. Correct. Um, And it can be socially awkward for some people. It's an identity so, thing. So I understand that aspect, you know, where, where you, you're still trying to figure out where you fit in this whole right. society thing. But if you have the money just kind of sitting mm-hmm. to spend that much money into it don't do it just because the rest of the, the world yep. is doing it. yep <laughs> you know it's what empty. i mean it's an empty message exactly and like you said if i were to travel somewhere and I just buy a ticket and i go and i show up and that's it oh this is it well let me go to the places where they i gotta take the instagram photo versus finding out about the culture yep. history religion mm-hmm. behind it mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, uh, you know, the, their art history and all that kind of stuff. You're going to enjoy and get a lot more mm-hmm. from kind of like getting yourself deep in, into the, the, the culture of the place. Right. You're going to enjoy it a lot more. So it's the same how we enjoy cigar. We've literally watched documentaries on cigar and on, on cigar like farms right. and, and brands and, the and journey. family yeah. and how it goes from point A to, to Z, you know what I mean? And how long it takes, the level of care and literally handheld care um, that goes into it. So when you smoke it, it's like it has such a much deeper value, mm-hmm. right? That rather than you're just grabbing your box of uh, cigarettes, you know, lighting one up and then you're done yeah. 10 minutes later. Right. To the average person, I looked like a sneakerhead. And they would ask me, oh, you're a sneakerhead? I'm like, no, because I know what a sneakerhead really means. I know what it entails. Mm -hmm. Sneakerheads have a shoe wall and they have the drop down boxes and you know what I mean? And they do the whole thing. Like, I'm just not at that level. Like, I don't buy the hyped up Jordans. I don't buy all the hyped up stuff. Right. And of course, to the average user who doesn't buy regular shoes. Right. Every time I was asked, are you a sneakerhead? I'm like, no, I mean, I'm not. I mean, you can consider me one if you want, but I'm technically not because I know what goes behind that, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you look at people like what we were just talking about and they say they're a sneakerhead, in reality, I can even tell that they're not. Yeah. You know, yet they're claiming to be one or they're claiming to be a hype beast or whatever the case may be. It yeah. is what it is. But um, but yeah, it, to, to the average user, I was always I always looked like a sneakerhead because of how many sneakers um, I would buy or my interest in shoes. And I like I said, I was buying very simple, very basic shoes but I, it was the quantity and as i got older i became more of a quality over quantity kind of person and i wanted to make sure that my again my shoes had a purpose and that i liked all of them instead of just buying shoes just to buy them um it's funny because the domino effect like i mentioned earlier is it kind of started with um uh, minimalism right and and looking into the whole minimalist thing and kind of being more uh, minimalist with my mindset and everything that i do and transcending that into shoes it evolved into a love for backpacks and it evolved into a love for everyday carry and kind of being more organized and having things with me. I mean, again, it's going to sound like the same, but really the foundation and principle is, are these things in your life bringing you purpose and value? Yeah, right? they have a meaning. Right. Yeah. And so I got into backpacks and different backpacks and how backpacks were going to uh, uh, treat me and, and purpose me. Are they going to impact me daily? Are they going to be useful or is it just yeah. a waste? Is, am I just going to toss this backpack on the ground every day and not care for it? You know what I mean? Right. And I think that's another part that a lot of people don't realize because I didn't realize that. The yeah. same journey I had with sneakers, I had with EDC and organization and backpacks. Yeah. Like I was like a $300 backpack for what? Yeah, a two hundred dollar backpack. For that's what? how I got into the Peak Design brand. Exactly, because it's not so much the um, um, how uh, the utility of the backpack mm-hmm. and how versatile it is. Because I was tired of having four or five backpacks, and each backpack would serve one purpose, one and correct. that's it. 
like one camera bag, one travel bag. So with the Peak Design, you can adjust it to whatever you want to right. with their origami, you know, uh, uh, shelves that they have inside their backpack. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can adjust them for either carrying your lunchbox mm-hmm. uh, or to carry large lenses. And you can remove those. And I had, you know, two LED panel lights in there. And you couldn't even tell from the outside because the backpack keeps its shape. Yeah. But also the how the, the the brand itself and the company and how they donate to you know national parks mm. and how and and how it's all like handcrafted and it's a small group of people they only have one store in san francisco you see what i'm saying right. so it's not just the looks correct it's also like what what is the brand and what are their principles behind right. like the, the people that create this are are is the company and their vision does it align with mine mm. you know what i mean do i believe in their message um and even if it's just a something that they do just to fit the the times where you know we we're all trying to have a smaller impact on our world and create uh, less waste or hey for every purchase that we make we're going to donate 10 15 20 yeah. percent to any charity or to global fund whatever mm-hmm. it is um even if that's the, the the case that they do it so they can get you know what i mean they can appeal to that crowd that's fine. The, the money is still donated. Like I'm looking at some of the projects that they have been able to kind of donate funds to mm-hmm. and you're having an impact. So although, yes, Peak Design backpack, the one that I bought was closer to $300. Yeah. It, it's the one backpack that I have. You know what I mean? I have another one that's, that's, that's for travel because I want to take care and dedicate my Peak Design for everyday stuff or my right. camera gear or whatever else I want to do if I want to travel and stuff like that. And I have another one that is more like I can just throw it in the on the ground and I know that it will be fine. I won't care as much yeah. for it. Um, but the other one is more of a just regular brand. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a known brand, but it's not, you know what I mean, something too serious. Right. Um, but it's, the, it's, it's to me what makes the difference. And it's just like with anything. It's the same with shoes. Yeah. You can go to Walmart and pay 15, 20 bucks and get a pair of shoes. But when you do the research and you find good deals, there is mm-hmm. no point of buying something that's a knockoff brand. Yeah. Because you can get a new balance from the past season. Yeah. For 20 30 bucks yeah. and it still looks amazing is way more comfortable way higher quality materials mm-hmm. but even if you're spending a little bit more right versus the you know the uh, $50 um, smartphone you go with something that's a brand name and it's a higher quality you know mm-hmm. what I mean you end up paying more but the experience and the quality that you get from the product is also a lot better but do it because that's what aligns with your interests and your needs not because it's what everybody else is doing right yeah on social I, media i think until i until i met you i didn't really understand the whole backpack game and didn't know there was a whole backpack culture <laughs> um and the abilities that a backpack can have like the create the creativity that you see and the ingenuity that you see go into these different backpacks that different companies have is just absolutely phenomenal it yeah. astounds me like i watch backpack reviews on youtube a pretty good amount of the time seeing different brands different materials and how they how they maintain their shape or different pockets of organization right and they kind of it's a few of like photographers creators uh edc and people with ocd it's like a mixture of all that because i've noticed that a majority of these backpacks are designed around people who are photographers or who are um creators and do a lot of videography or do a lot of design and have all these devices that they take with them so it's pretty cool to see and i didn't know really any of that existed like you can ask um 
you can ask my wife. I always, I was always interested in, oh, this is a cool backpack. I want to buy this backpack because of the way it looked or because it was on sale or because of the feel or because of the, because uh, of the whole, you know, aesthetic of it. Mm-hmm. And I would buy it and then I'd be like, oh, I got tired of this one and I would return it or I would sell it or get rid of it. And then I wanted a different backpack with different pockets and a different material, a different look and a different structure yeah. and different organization. And, um, up, I think, I want to say two years ago, I bought my wallet. I was looking for minimalist wallets because I was tired of having a lump in my back pocket. And I was tired of having all of these pockets in a wallet and I was only using four pockets. So I looked up minimalist wallets. I came across Nomadic and they make this super skinny, super minimal wallet, which is just a, a, um, a band of neoprene and then a leather pull tab down the middle that pulls your cards out of the center. And the wallet expands to the amount of cards that you have inside. So if you have three cards, your wallet's the size of three cards. If you have eight cards, your wallet's the size of eight cards. I love, first of all, that control and the minimalism aspect. I then came across their backpack and it shut me up on any other backpack that I've ever wanted around mm-hmm. like two years ago. Mm-hmm. But I could not spend 250 and swallow that to spend that backpack. Right, justify, um, yeah, yeah. To justify that. Um, um, but long story short, uh, I found one on clearance on their website. I purchased it. And I think this is the backpack to end all backpacks in my backpack. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm um, at with the peak design. Espe- right, and especially yeah. same with peak design, right? It's about minimalism. It's about purpose. It's about organization. And it's about impacting your daily life in a positive manner. It wants yeah. to change the way you live through a backpack. And whoever's listening to this and doesn't believe us, look it up. Like go on YouTube, look up EDC backpack reviews, look up minimalism backpack reviews, and you will see people from different companies, different brands, and they'll show you the the craziest things that backpacks can do and how they can impact you. And uh, like I said, with Peak Design, the lifetime warranty. So yeah. I have now the quality the, of the material, right? The, you know, what I mean. So the, not the only will it resistance. last you, not only will it last you long, but if it breaks, they'll replace it at no cost. Yeah. Like I now have a backpack for life. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just, yeah. for, you know what I mean? At least for my everyday carry, if I ever want to get one for traveling or, you know, whatever, if my lifestyle may change in the future, but one to haul around my laptop, my iPad, all my cables and chargers that I may need, yeah. right? All my sunglasses, whatever it is, I, it's all there, you know, yeah. and it, and it's, and it's built well and it's not clunky and overbearing, right? It, it has everything, although saying that you're carrying all these things doesn't sound minimal. I think what matters is the approach to it, right? Because you can have all these cables and all these chargers and all these things, but how is it being organized? Where are they placed? Are they in the way? Are they out of the way? Are they yeah. easy access? Are they easy to reach, right? And are you actually going to use all that stuff? Exactly. You know right. what I mean? Or yeah. are you carrying it just so that you can have something in those pockets? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'm guilty about like 80%. <laughs> 80% is going to be used. 20% just looks pretty badass there. So. Like like to me, like the what, what I love about that backpack, right, is, is again, how you can adjust it depending on what your mm-hmm. need is. Mm-hmm. So I need to like run and gun video. Right. I need to grab my camera, grab my lens, some extra batteries, throw them in the pocket. It has dedicated pockets for either change, gum, right. or a paper clip, right. or your memory cards. Yep. And they're and they have like red stitching and black stitching so that you can put them. You know, the memory cards, for example, I do video. Uh, put empty memory cards on one pocket and then move them to the other one. As I replace them, I don't get them confused. Mm. I'm not overriding over uh, information exactly. that I don't want to lose. Yeah. It's things like that or being able to run, you know, your headphone wire mm. or a pocket dedicated for a battery pack. Um, or, hey, I'm traveling. So now I, I need space so that I can take uh, extra pairs of shoes for my little girls and an extra outfit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I can have it all divided. And because you can open it from the sides, from the sides of the backpack. One zipper will give you access to the entire backpack in, in a matter of a second. Yeah. So to me, is that functionality aspect, 
You know what I mean? Will I use all those pockets? Like, I don't know. It depends on what I'm doing. Yeah. But I love to have a backpack that is not just one big, like deep hole, big yeah. pocket. And everything's just and one on the there. outside. Yeah. You know what I mean? For for change and things like that. And we were talking about it earlier. Like if you have your change, you have your keys, you have your wallet. Okay, let me reach in there and grab exactly what I need. Oh, hang on. I got to dig through these, mm -hmm. all these things. And then when you're, if you're walking, you're running, whatever. Like I don't like to hear stuff like moving around mm -hmm. in the backpack. I mm -hmm. hate that. Plus also, again, with the, what I love about my, th this backpack that I'm using right now, it's the, the like clean minimal look from the outside regardless of what i have inside the backpack it's not going to look like that canvas material that take it takes its own shape regardless you know depending on what you have inside right. the backpack right. with the peak design like the material again being weather resistant if it rains i don't have to worry about my equipment getting ruined yeah dedicated you know uh, uh like a like a hidden pocket for a wallet like if i'm traveling let's say we were planning on going to italy with everything <laughs> that happened i'm glad we didn't right um, but you know, if I want to have uh, extra money there or my passports, uh, how you can lock the zippers so that no one standing behind you can just easily get in and kind of break into your pockets and mm -hmm. things like that. There's a ton of attention to detail. Like it even has like hidden straps. Let's say I'm carrying uh, a bigger jacket, a raincoat or uh, a tripod. You can adjust those straps to fit that. And then you can just tuck them away and the backpack keeps its look. Yeah. You know what I mean? So does it sound like we're making a big deal out of backpacks? It's possible. Maybe. It's possible. Maybe. What we're saying is we see value and we put research. And craft. And before we go, I'm going mm -hmm. to spend my money. I'm mm -hmm. going to do some research to see what I am spending on. And again, it, and we have both encountered the same thing where you order something. It's not what you thought it was. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad I can return it because I'm truly not happy with this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that backpack has been with me. Um, through ups and downs, you know yeah. what I mean? Being left on the, on the floor and a muddy floor so that I can capture this beautiful, uh, view of the, uh, golden gate bridge. Right. You know what I mean? And then throw all my equipment there and then let's, let's keep going. Um, and, and it still keeps, it's just beautiful, minimal look, even though it's been through ups and downs. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I mean, I think it's, you're the only person that I think I can like, share the excitement with because like even <laughs> over I'm, things I'm, like that yeah or things like that or like even down to a water bottle like you know what yeah. a good water bottle looks like right i've i've come to know what a good water bottle looks like how a, a water bottle is going to benefit you like a clean look right whatever the case may be right we can always go down that rabbit hole too but yeah. i think the principle is the appreciation of craft purpose design and vision right and how it's going to impact your life daily it's funny when i go off on these tangents with other people they're like they don't get it they're like, it's just a backpack. And it's like, how do you go down this list of everything we just spoke right. and it, allow them to see the value in that, right? right? Whether it's a backpack, whether it's a water bottle, whether it's, um, I mean, what else? Uh, EDC, right? Yeah. The purpose of an EDC bag or a tech organization bag, whatever the case may be. Um, different magnetic latches that are on the backpack, the locking yeah. mechanism. Like, there's just so much you can go into and, and people, you know, a lot of people just can't click with it. So, uh, it's, 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 pretty I think it's dope. interest in general. It is right. Like I'm not into soccer. Right. But if you go to someone and you say, well, what's the big deal about soccer? They're probably going to look at you like, really? Mm -hmm. Let me tell you why. Exactly. You're going to lose me. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Cause I don't really care. It doesn't align with what I'm into. Yeah. So I think it's something that's, that's very similar. It's not about making a big deal about everyday carry yeah. or about, you know, uh, how easy to access my keys are. Right. You know, it serves a purpose for us mm -hmm. and that's a that's what we care about. And at the end of the day, 
who's buying the damn thing? Yep. I am. Yeah. So I get to <laughs> yeah. buy and I get to pick whatever I want. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Um, and everyone aligns on things like that differently. Yeah. Um, so we love backpacks. <laughs> we love things. I, I think let, let's let's go back. I right. think we love things that serve a purpose. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, I like to just remove them out of my life. Yeah. And that may include people sometimes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah this was this was good man yeah this was, good was, this was fun and it's it's it's, it's one of those uh, episodes that i wanted us to do where we talk about you know Something things things, things, things like that mm-hmm. that we find fun mm-hmm. like we're having some coffee like this morning I mean, we're having a cigar we're having some coffee yeah. and um we're looking at shoes like oh my god what do you think of these yeah i don't know how to feel about it. yeah yeah you're right you're right <laughs> right and just kind of bouncing off of each other <laughs> yeah. like we're not hurting anyone. We're not over here, you know what I mean, doing anything right. harmful. Right. We're just having a good time and just like, hey, you know, living that just quarantine to make conversation, life. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Trying to keep our sanity. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, follow us on Instagram at the Lions Den SRQ. Um, you can find us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Anchor FM, and Spotify at the Lions Den Social Club. We'll be posting our episodes biweekly. Um, that may be soon to change, but as of right now, they will be every other Wednesday. Um, please show your friends, share with your family. If you guys have been riding with us since episode zero, thank you so much. And if yeah, this is your first you episode, um, we hope you guys enjoyed it and that you guys uh, continue to listen to us. Thank you guys for listening. Until next time. Yeah, episode nine. Can't wait. Bye, guys.